Hi, and welcome to the Embody Your Flow podcast. My name is Monica Martin. I am a life transformation coach, and I am here to hold space for you to create a life you truly love by blending spirituality and science. I overcame CPTSD due to severe childhood trauma and burned out. This podcast is all about life transformation, wellness, and reclaiming your birthright, which is to live a life that makes you feel happy, fulfilled, and free. Hi, and welcome to today's episode where I will be sharing about the breakthrough that I've had regarding um, manifesting my dream man during the eclipse season. So if you don't know about me, I have been single for almost four years. I was in three long-term relationships back-to-back from 2006 to 2019. During the past three and a half years, I was deeply in love with a man who was just not ready to be in a relationship. And um, that lasted for three years. And... um, Episode two of this podcast is all about um, how we met, what happened, um, and everything. So I won't be talking about this here because I have done it before. That's, you know, what happened uh, for the past almost four years. I have dated a couple of guys, I think just with one. I went on a second date and that was it. There was eclipse season. And I'm probably the only one calling it that, but I love to call that the eclipse season. So there was a new moon in Scorpio with a partial solar solar eclipse on October 25th. And there was a full moon, uh, a total lunar eclipse in Taurus on November 8th. And usually I couldn't care less about astrology or the energies or whether it's Mercury retrograde or whatever the hell is going on, because I believe we manifest inside out and not outside in. I like to follow my own seasons and not be influenced by anything outside of myself. But this eclipse season was all about death and rebirth. And it was about um, my own patterns in romantic relationships. And this is something that I figure out not during eclipse season but after before eclipse season which started on october 25th i reconnected with a guy i met about three years ago and i call him mike Uh, i cannot say that we were in touch on and off because our interactions were so rare though a few months ago it started following me on instagram and a little over a month ago we started being in touch on the day right before my birthday which happened just a few days before the new moon in October, I had a fallout with a person I call my best friend for over six years. And I realized that it was time for me to let go of this attachment. This person that I considered my best friend for over six years, well, we are not in the same, we're not in the same place anymore. He has his own life. I have my own life and I have grown a lot I have really grown a lot over the past six years I have done a lot of work on myself and it's not even so much about growing but it's really about you know getting rid of all these layers that were not me to begin with and embodying more of who I truly am and obviously I have changed I'm not the same person he met six years ago and you know, he's probably not the same person either, but I feel that I have outgrown him. 
And even though I do care deeply about him, he is just not, I mean, we are not, we are not aligned. And uh, yeah, we had to fall out because again, uh, it lacked consideration for something that was very important to me. And uh, it didn't even bother to say sorry. What is this thing with men who cannot say sorry and apologize for you know, having done something that hurt someone else. Like they're, you know, take accountability for the shit that you do. You know, not holding yourself accountable. Uh, like you're not learning and you're not learning to treat people properly. So this is something that I actually don't get. You know, why not say sorry, but actually mean it. Because there are men who actually say sorry, but, you know, they repeat the same thing, the same mistake over and over again. And a mistake is a mistake. Unless you learn from it. So um, I was I was disappointed. Uh, I wasn't even mad. I was just like, okay, whatever. I'm done. And I've always had high standards. But I was never really able to find the person. The people who would. I mean the men actually. <laughs> who would meet these standards. And on the day before the new moon. Who was just a few days after my birthday. I was triggered. I was triggered by something related to that person, uh, to that man I talked about in the episode two of my podcast. I found out something and that really triggered me and I was pissed. I was really pissed. But then I realized when I started to, you know, just sit down and reflect on this, I realized that I was actually pissed at myself. I was angry at myself. I was mad at myself for having let this go on for that long and you know, for letting myself be treated like shit. Because there's, I haven't shared everything in episode two of my podcast, but there are things that happened after I published that podcast that are really not right. And on that same day, I don't know, I was craving for some male energy and it wasn't sexual at all. I just, I don't know, I just, I just felt in my body was craving male energy. Still cannot explain what it was, um, as it was my first time experiencing this. Um, but the funny thing is that on that very same day, so on the day that I was heavily triggered, Mike and I started being in touch on a daily basis. And really quickly, we opened up to one another and we kind of bonded. The following Monday, I attended this uh, online masterclass on releasing blockages with energy healing. I think I've never talked about it in my podcast, but I haven't worked with anyone doing energy healing for several years now for the simple reason that a lot of energies that people are channeling are actually polluted. This is something that I've experienced myself. And so Mike and I had been talking, you know, on a daily basis for a week. And um, it was on Monday, the first session, because uh, it was a five-day masterclass. And so the first session, I had this huge breakthrough that made me realize why my love life was blocked. And it wasn't something that the woman who, like the energy healer actually said. No, she just said like this one specific word that had nothing to do with my personal situation or love at all. But just hearing that word gave me so much clarity. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, that's it. And then I remember thinking about how that impacts my love life. And on the second day, she actually shared about her own experiences and how she was actually able to, you know, manifest her dream man when she was in her mid-40s. Um, 
but that before that she had such a hard time to receive and so she would go on dates with men and she would pay and i was like oh my god this is so me <laughs> this is so me like when i would go on dates with men and that was before uh 20 uh 2019 when i would go on dates with men i would pay and when i was in you know serious relationships I was the one who would take the men on surprise getaways and pay for the weekend. I was the one doing all the things with my latest love interest. You cannot imagine the things that I did for this man. And when I look back, I'm like, you know, girl, you were so naive. And I mean, that's very touching um, how, you know, romantic I can be and how giving I can be as well. But what I would like to say to my former self is that, girl, like, stop giving out. You're giving everything that you've got and you're not getting anything in return. Don't do this. A man, a real man, he's the one who gives. What you're doing, you're chasing after a child. Don't do this. You're wasting your time. And um, I got so much clarity out of that. I don't know. It was just like those two weeks. I had so much clarity. And, you know, Mike and I had been in touch for about a week. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe I'm going, like, this guy's going to be a great friend. And I'm really enjoying our conversations. And I love having his energy around. And, and it's funny because on day two, I realized how resistant I was to receiving and to letting love in. And um, I also realized, you know, I'm looking for someone. And I have all these criterias. And I realized how at the end it was totally yes. Of course, of course, you know, I, I need to be attracted to the person um, I'm going to be with in a relationship, right? But there are criterias that are actually so unnecessary. And I started to really let go. I was really in a process of letting go. I had let go of my best friend. I had let go of the last layer of attachment um, that um, that was related to that guy that I had chased for about three years. And I was letting go of my criterias. And I realized something. Because Mike was making me feel seen. He was making me feel heard. He was giving me a feeling that not any other man had given me. I was feeling seen. I was feeling heard. And then my view of him, because before that, you know, like I would have never, um, I would have never, I would have never seen him as a potential lover, boyfriend, partner, husband, uh, father of my children. But on day two, I don't know, things shifted and I realized something. It has to come from the man. I want a man to ask me out. I want him to, you know, take me somewhere on our first date. I want him to pay for the first date. I don't know, my my energy like my feminine energy shifted. Um because I used to be, I mean, before that, like I've always been very feminine, but I was very much into my masculine energy. So I was very much wanting to be in control. Not to mention that I had a very, very, very bad um role model as a father 
who was literally uh, hitting me and my sisters, but also my mother. And um, so I didn't know what it was like to have a healthy, you know, love relationship. I, I've never had like a model and all I knew that, you know, I always believed that there were some amazing men out there. But, you know, from my own experience, like that never really happened. And don't get me wrong, I was never in a man who was... Um, who actually hit me, though there were things that were abusive at some point. But definitely, I was never with a man like my father. Um, but yeah, so I was like, okay. And, and during that week, I was doing the master class. Um, Mike was being distant, and I was, okay, I was didn't know what it was about, but I, I thought it was weird. And he told me, you know, I asked him, he was like, you know, I have a lot going on, but... Um, that very same weekend, I sent him video because we used to love to talk about, you know, um, things that are going on in society um, nowadays and all that. Sent him a TikTok video and um, and it got triggered AF. It really got triggered and he became avoidant. He didn't want to discuss things and I wanted to understand. I was like, this is odd. And um, and the guy is 40 years old, right? And he wants to have a family and, uh, you know, he wants to find the right person for him and, you know, have a child. Like, actually, a lot of men in their 40s who are single. And he didn't understand why he wasn't finding the right person. So he was triggered AF and he was kind of mean. Honestly, I was shocked by his reaction. And then the following day, I texted him. It was on the Saturday or no, it was on the Sunday. And it was like, yeah, I got hurt by this video. Um, I never thought it could ever get triggered by this video, but it did. And then he didn't want to discuss it. And I was like, okay, here's why you cannot find, you know, anyone or why you cannot stay in a long-term relationship. No, I said, because first you project your fear and insecurities on other people. Do not want to apologize and you don't want to discuss things. And then it was on the Tuesday, it got back to me and it was like, um, you know, to sum it up, you're amazing, very smart, but um, there's this side of you, this crazy side of you that scares me off. And, you know, basically it was, you know, wishing me to have a good life. And I'm going to explain what this crazy side is because we had talked about it before. At some point in his life, he got into self-development and he's starting seeing this person. I can't really remember the, the, um, the story there. But he told me that his experience actually made things a lot worse for him. But he's terrified to have a real look deep within himself. And this is something that I've experienced with the men that I've known in the past. So, And you have to know, like my best friend, guy from episode 2 of my podcast, and this Mike guy... I knew them before my transformation, um, during and after my burnout. So when I met these men, my energy was also different. Would I still meet these men nowadays? I'm not sure at all. Because I don't think that would be a match. And... And he said this crazy side. My crazy side is actually me being into self-development and wanting to, not wanting to better myself, but wanting to embody more of who I truly am and doing all this work on myself, which is going to be, you know, a life process and beyond. But it's just something that I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about human behaviors. I'm passionate about getting to know myself. I am passionate about improving my life and manifesting the things that I want for myself. I'm not going to be like, okay, I want this amazing relationship. I want to meet this amazing man. 
But, you know, I'm not an energetic match and I have all this shit within me, but I'm not going to work on it. Well, you're not going to have this amazing relationship and you're not going to meet this amazing man then because you're not an energetic match. And that took me a while to understand. And I thought that all that I needed to do in life was to be a good person and that life would, you know, that life would work out for me. But it, it's not like that because you manifest from your subconscious mind. So all the trauma, all the shit that you have in there are blocks that keep you from manifesting the amazing things that you want. And that's why I do the work. Because ever since I was a little girl, I wanted, I wanted this amazing life for myself. And um, I had a lot of programming. And I still have some healing to do. And I still have clearing to do. And that's going to be a life process because of all the abuse that I went through as a child. Um, which, again, was almost on a daily basis. And so, and so Mike sent me this text. And I was upset for like an hour. And then I had a chat with my soul, which is not something that I do very often, even though I'm, you know, I could do that every day. Um, but I had a chat with my soul and I felt so much comfort. And, um, and I realized that it was about me letting go and surrendering. And yes, I can have a connection with someone and that's going to last maybe just two weeks and it's okay. What do I take from that what do i learn from that and i am so grateful for the experience that i had because i was craving male energy and he you know it was there and we had these amazing conversations i had such a great time and he made me feel heard and he made me feel seen and what i what i'm expecting from a man is to make me feel seen to make me feel heard to make me feel supported to make me feel loved to make me feel cared for to make me feel understood and and not like i am a plan no and and this guy mike he didn't do anything special but on an energy level when we were talking and when we were texting his energy was actually there it was actually present and that made me feel valued because being valued is not something that I've experienced a lot in my previous relationships. And, and it's really funny because my energy really shifted. <laughs> it was probably the energies. It was, you know, like eclipse season. It was probably the energy um, healing of that woman that she did. Because I got so much clarity and like all the things that happened in my life during this time were so aligned and helped me have so many breakthroughs. And now I'm like, you know, I'm a woman and I am meant to receive. And before I used to be so guarded and I wanted to be so independent and not rely on anyone. And, but honestly, that's not the life that I want for myself anymore. I want a man who's there. I want a strong man who is willing to look deep within himself and be like, okay, yeah, I'm aware that have this trigger and I'm ready to work on it. And um, I want a man who is able to look at himself and acknowledge what is feeling. I'm not looking for a man who's going to feel what I'm feeling because my nervous system is highly sensitive and I wouldn't want to be with someone who knows exactly what I'm feeling. I want someone who is there to support me through whatever I'm going through. I want a man who treats me like the queen that I am. And when I mean queen, I don't mean that a man is my subject. But I mean, I want to find a man who embodies true 
masculinity. Obviously, a man who is able to be vulnerable, but at the same time, a man who's able to be strong, who knows what he wants and do the things that are necessary to achieve his goals. I want a man who takes me on surprise getaways and on someone who will be like, you know, I'm helping you. No, you're not helping. You're an adult. We're two in this relationship. You are doing your part. You know, we are creating a life together. We are creating a family together. And that's why I want to pick the right partner. But also what I've realized is I have to let go. Let go of so many expectations and just focus on the feelings. How do I want to feel in this relationship? It's not about what do I want to feel for that person or how this person should be, even though I have my criterias. But now what I'm really focusing on is how do I want to feel in this relationship? And I want to feel loved. I want to feel respected. I want to feel valued. I want to feel seen. I want to feel heard. I want to feel wanted. I want to feel desired. I want to feel all the great and amazing feelings. This is what I want. Someone who makes me feel like this within the relationship. Because I am able to feel this way within myself as an individual. And I know that now I just need to find the right match for me to create this vision that I have. But it's not about who he is or what he does. It's about how I want to feel in this next relationship. So if you're looking for your person right now and you've been struggling to find them, ask yourself, what is blocking you from finding the right person for you? And what do you need to work on? Because if a field in your life is blocked, then it means that there is something within you that is blocked, that is keeping you from getting the things that you want. Because you should be getting all the things that you want. So just ask yourself, okay, how am I keeping myself from manifesting this amazing relationship that I want? And am I really doing all the things, you know, because there is strategy, but there's also energetics. And the strategy would be, okay, am I going out? Am I meeting new people? Uh, Like, am I even trying dating apps? Am I trying all the things? Am I allowing myself to receive? Do I believe in love? Do I feel worthy of love? Do I really want to be in a relationship? And am I really willing to do the work to achieve my goals? Hey, not so fast. Do you want to find yourself? Do you want to find your happiness? Do you finally want to live a life you truly love? Then let's have a chat. Go check my website, embodyoflow.com and book your free call.